welcome to the PGF podcast. This podcast is here to help you navigate and improve your relationship with food, exercise and your body. I am Paige, an online women's health and fitness coach. I've been in the industry for two years and I can't wait to help you on your journey to being the happiest, healthiest version of yourself. If you are interested in coaching, then you can find more information in the show notes. Hello, welcome back to the PGF podcast. I um, <laughs> I look really ill and I think I sound ill, but I'm not ill. I, f- I feel like I have hay fever. I've never had hay fever before and I'm pretty sure the pollen count isn't high, but that's what it feels like. I don't feel ill at all. I feel great, but my eyes won't stop watering. They're really puffy. My nose is super red because my nose is just running and I, I'm a little bit bunged up. But the show must go on, and by the show, I mean my life and this podcast. (laughs) Sorry, I just choked on my own spit. That wasn't me being ill, that's just me, you know, not being able to um, use my body correctly after having lived in it for almost 25 years. Anyway, thanks so much for joining me again. Um, Today's episode, I want to talk about the beginner mindset, and this is basically something that I was thinking about a couple of weeks ago when I was walking home from a run, I can't remember which one, again, did you know I'm a runner now? (laughs) But I was thinking about the beginner mindset and what is different between what you view as progress when you're a beginner and what you view as progress when you've been doing it for a few years. And there's a little bit of a background to this. Um, Like newbie gains are a real thing. You're gonna make the most, um, the quickest amount of progress in in a set time and probably the most significant relatively to where you start um at the beginning okay so um your body's going to be like primed and ready to make all those changes whether it's lifting or running or fat loss or whatever it might be um and i think that lures people into a false sense of security or not a false sense of security but like a like it lures people into having really high expectations of what progress is going to look like for the rest of their training life but that you know initially is really really quick and then it's still fairly quick for the first like two years and then it just <laughs> it just stops um, and it's quite hard to progress from that there is still progress to be made it's just a hell of a lot slower um and sorry i'm gonna try not to sniff because that's just vile isn't it let's be honest um i'll just let this not drip down my face instead that was gross that was worse actually wasn't it anyway um and and I think it's really easy to get caught up in this beginner mindset but I think you make true progress when you kind of get over yourself a little bit so let's talk about it um now obviously this comes from a background of you know progressive overload and focusing on trying to do more whether it's more reps more weight more sets less rest um you know further distance quicker pace whatever it might be um And that is still true in order to progress in a lot of things. We need to progressively overload. We need to push boundaries. We need to push limits. um, And that is how you force your body to adapt. So it's not to say that that's not true. And that still is true even in this case. Um, And whilst you can push for more weight and more reps every single session that you're doing, that's great. Keep doing that. But that will slow down. And a lot of people don't like it when it slows down. And instead of accepting it, they try and push for more at the detriment of form and technique. And they end up in a position where, let's take resistance training as an example, 
they end up in a position where the actual stimulus in their muscle, the amount of tension their muscle is taking is significantly less despite the fact that the weight is greater because they are having to use other muscles to help help move that load. And so the actual target muscle is being put under less tension than it otherwise would be. So for example, let's say in a squat, um, you're doing a squat and you're doing quite a knee, um, knee dominant squat. So it's quite quad dominant. You're bending through your knees a lot. And you know, you're doing that really well. Your torso is nice and upright. You're, you're getting a great range of motion and then you put the weight up and again, form's great, excellent, progressive overload, slow. But then you go up again because you're like, oh, this is feeling easy peasy. Or not even easy peasy, but like, you know, maybe your ego's got ahead of you. And you go up again and all of a sudden you're not getting the same range of motion, which means you're not sitting into that squat as much, which means your quads aren't being lengthened in the same way. They're not being put under the same tension. Maybe as you come up, your torso tips forward, which means your hips tip up, which means you're now loading a bit more into your glutes rather than into your quads. And all of a sudden, what was a really effective exercise for your quads is less effective. You know, it's not doing nothing, but it's not doing as much as it was when you were lifting a couple of kilos less. So that's what I mean by saying it comes at the detriment of form and stimulus. So if your goal is to build muscle, then you really wanna be focusing on that stimulus. Um, sorry, I said I wasn't gonna sniff, but that was impossible, I can't breathe. <laughs> um, and it's the same with running as well. People start and they think every run needs to be quicker than the last run, or they think it needs to be a further distance than the last run, or they just wanna go for more and more PBs. Um, but the thing is, is that most of your running will be not at max pace because the problem with max pace is you can't maintain it for very long and um, it just completely fatigues you and actually a lot of running is just getting miles in your legs and getting your body used to that, right? So you need to move away from this idea that everything needs to be quicker and stronger and heavier and better. Like, better isn't better. Like, no, wait. More isn't better. Quicker isn't better, longer isn't better, heavier isn't better, better is better, you know? Um, so what does graduating from the beginner mindset look like? It looks like understanding the nuance of progress. When you first start, progress is going to be getting stronger in a literal sense. Can I lift more weight? It's gonna be getting faster. You know, your your second 5K is probably, could be minutes quicker than your first 5K without putting in a huge amount of effort. But that's because, like, not to piss on your parade, but your first 5K was probably incredibly slow. My first 5K was 48 minutes. 48 minutes. It would have been quicker if I had walked, but I didn't walk. I gassed myself out after running for like 100 meters and I thought I was gonna actually die. So I stopped, which is why it took me 48 minutes, okay? And that, there is a lesson there, which is that, what is it? The turtle in the hair or whatever. It's not a turtle. <laughs> the tortoise in the hair. Like, d you don't need to rush things, firstly. Um, but also that like, you get quicker when you slow things down. So there we go. Um, anyway, my first 5K was 48 minutes. My most recent 5K was 28. So I've knocked 20 minutes off. Now from this point that I've hit 28 minutes, do you think that in the same time, so in four years time, I'm gonna be running an eight minute 5K? <laughs> no, it's impossible. Well, probably impossible, definitely impossible for me. Um, so you've got to see it that like, it's not gonna continue on the same trajectory that it has been so far. Um, and that once you get to the point where you've kind of, you know, you really develop the skill of lifting, your body really knows how to do it, that you have a, like a good amount of muscle mass, you're strong, that after that, the gains that you're gonna make are marginal. And 
I'm gonna give you some examples of what that actually looks like in practice. So it may look like improved form for the same weight. So if you came into the gym and squatted 60 kilos last week, and this week you did it, but you managed to sit a little bit deeper, you managed to keep that intra-abdominal pressure more whilst you're driving out of the squat, you managed to, you know, even if it just felt better, it felt more stable on your back, you felt more confident doing that movement. If your recovery between sessions are better, and I don't just mean you don't have DOMS, but that, you know, you're taking that time to think about nutrition, you're taking that time to hydrate, you're making sure that your rest days are fairly active, um, all of those sorts of things. If you feel like you're recovering better between sessions and maybe it's part of it is being less achy um but also that just comes down to kind of like your body getting used to the um stimulus that you're giving it so that should happen over time anyway it may look like more reps or more sets instead of more weight um if you can't go up in weight then maybe you can try and add a few more reps to your sets it may look like the same weight but with less rest so you lift 60 kilos and instead of needing two minutes rest to feel like you can go again. Maybe you only need 90 seconds or over time you may only need a minute, for example. Um, it may be, like I said, the same weight with more confidence. It may be the same weight, but faster. And by that, in terms of strength training, I mean, when you're coming back up, say in a squat, when you're standing back up, instead of it being really, really grindy and really, really slow and like quite a painful rep to get through, it moves quite smoothly and quite quickly. Um, and then the final thing is consistency. You know, it might may look like you, you just, instead of doing one session a week and then missing it for a couple of weeks and then going back and having to kind of rile yourself up again, maybe you're doing two sessions a week really consistently. Now that is huge progress. That is actually gonna give you so much more progress than just going into the gym trying to increase weight on everything and then not going again for a month okay so it's in the nuance and it's these small things which aren't as measurable as just like did I lift more weight than last week you can you measure confidence out of 10 you know I mean subjectively to your to your own level of what confidence is potentially but like it these things aren't necessarily the most measurable and that's why they don't feel as important but in my opinion they're way more important and like I said before this is all in the context of progressive overload being important, but the understanding that your ability to progressively overload and your ability to progress in that same way that you do at the beginning is not going to happen. It's fundamentally not going to happen, so you need to find progress elsewhere. And like, again, for example, when I started, I was shoulder pressing like five kilos, and within two years, maybe, I was shoulder pressing 15 and it's two years later, and I'm still shoulder pressing 15, they move smoother, I'm more confident doing it, I can do it for a few more reps, but we're quite far away from hitting the 17 and a half kilo mark, boys and girls, um, and I'm not hoping for it anytime soon necessarily, <laughs> um, and that's fine, that's fine, you know, I'm happy with numbers not consistently going up, because I can't expect that at this point, um, and then if you're, you know, in your running era, um, then that could look like uh, running for the same pace, like running at the same pace, but with a lower heart rate. It might look like um, having a more optimal cadence. Um, so your steps per minute may be more optimal. Um, your recovery between work efforts may be um, more optimal. Your um, marathon pace or your 5K pace or your 10K pace, whatever it might be, may actually have increased over time, even though you're not necessarily always running at that pace. There's loads of ways to measure progress. And I think the moment you stop focusing on it being this really short term, tangible, I need to improve every single week, otherwise I'm not going to bother 
mindset, the quicker you get rid of that, the more progress you're gonna make and the more you're actually gonna enjoy it because you stop doing it just for the end result of, of like, I don't know, stroking your ego and instead you do it for the, the other benefits that come from it. And I think, I guess the point of this is that progress really is made in the margins um, and you will hold yourself back from strength gains, from muscle gains, from speed gains if you fight for more than what your body is ready to give you. And more than that, you will more be more likely to injure yourself. Because I, from what I've seen in clients, what I've seen in friends, what I've seen in um, other PTs and coaches and stuff is that you are more likely to get injured by overloading too quickly than probably anything else in the gym. And so if you're constantly pushing for the next PB and the next PB and the next PB that your body isn't ready for you to have, you're just gonna get injured. And that comes from someone who is um, two, two years, two and a half years into a knee injury, which is now the best it's been consistently for a while, but it literally took my love of training it almost took my job from me because I literally could barely move and I was in-person PTing at the time. Um, and it was just really hard to deal with. And that was because I was trying to go for, I was trying to get a hundred kilos by the end of whatever year it was, 20, I can't remember, whatever year it was, I wanted a hundred kilos by the end. I got to 97 and a half, my knee went crack. And then I didn't squat again after that for a really, really, really long time. And I sound like I'm crying, I'm not crying, just just still ill, ill and snotty. Um, and that was really hard. And so I want to warn you, like I wish I had been warned, although I probably wouldn't have listened. Um, but maybe you will, who knows, um, that you have to get to a point where you realize that recovery is really, really important. And these goals will come, like you will squat 100 kilos if that's what your goal is. You will run a marathon if that's what your goal is, but you need to do it in, in line with your body's capability to do that. And, and if you've got like, say you've got like a five kilo PB on your squat, don't try and go for another one next week. Accept that you got there, be really proud of that, bring it back down again the week after and start working your way up and making that weight feel more comfortable before you keep pushing again. Um, please, <laughs> please take it from me. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to talk about today because I think it's just, I think it's quite an interesting concept of like, I think the reason why people fail as well, or not fail, that's the wrong word, but give up. I think the reason why people give up is because they expect that progress is gonna be this never ending fountain of of progress. <laughs> that there's this never ending fountain of progress and it's constantly gonna give you something. And that it just doesn't work like that. It works like that for the first few months and then it stops. And you need to find something that makes you content in keeping training even when the progress feels really, really minimal. But then also if you understand that progress is gonna be minimal or progress presents itself in a way that feels minimal, then any progress feels good because you know that like you're not expecting any more. You know, if you're expecting five kilos every week, then two and a half kilos is gonna feel rubbish. But if you're expecting 0.25 kilos every week, then increasing by 0.5 is gonna feel really, really good. So I think it's all about expectations and I just want you to have realistic expectations because I don't want you to give up because if you give up, you're gonna get nowhere, you know? So better to be realistic, for things to be a little bit slower, for you to really take your time, but actually get there in the end, than have an unrealistic expectation 
um, and give up before you make it anywhere near. So that's what I wanted to chat about today. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry about being a bit snotty. Hopefully it'll be better next week. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's wrong. But anyway, um, yeah, great. I'm going to go blow my nose now. Have a great day. Bye.